Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. The conference is now in silent mode. and water supply, and it was designed to withstand winds of 160 miles per hour. To make the situation more suspicious, the reinforcements were only for this one floor, so that meant most of the building was just an ordinary office building. Why would they protect only one floor? This seems as silly as installing bulletproof glass in only one window of the President's automobile. Furthermore, why would they need their own air supply? And how about the protection from a 160 mile per hour wind? Well, consider that when the towers fell down, clouds of dust and grit were thrown outward at a very high speed. The only people protected from that blast were in this special emergency command center. Of course, the city government claims the entire building was evacuated at 9 in the morning so nobody was inside this special reinforced bunker when the towers collapsed. This meant that the city spent $15 million to make this special reinforced bunker, and then everybody abandoned it just when it would have been useful. But did everybody really abandon Building 7? It would have been a great place for people to supervise the attack because the 23rd floor provided a wonderful view of the area, and the occupants were protected from the dust and debris. To make the situation even more suspicious, as I explain in more detail in the book, the flight paths of the two airplanes that hit the towers appear to have been on a course towards Building 7, as if this building was broadcasting a homing signal. The government's explanation for how the towers collapsed is often referred to as the pancake theory. The report created by FEMA has only two diagrams to explain this theory. 
The first diagram shows a fire, and the next diagram shows a floor falling down onto the floor below it. Supposedly, the falling floor breaks the joints holding the floor beneath it, and then both of those floors fall to the floor below that, which breaks that floor, and so on, eventually creating a stack of floors at the base of the building. One problem with this theory is that photographs of the South Tower show the top section broke off and fell to the ground, landing on top of building number four. The pancake theory definitely does not explain the South Tower. However, just as FEMA did not bother to explain what happened to building seven, FEMA did not bother to explain what happened to the South Tower. The towers did not simply fall down or break into pieces. Rather, as jets of dust flew out the windows at extreme velocity, that portion of the building disintegrated. Dust was thrown hundreds of feet. When it was over, it was difficult to find anything resembling office furniture, chunks of concrete, human bodies, or large pieces of the steel frame. The towers had steel frames. They were not steel-reinforced concrete structures. The concrete was used only as a flooring material. Somehow, virtually all of the beams broke apart into short sections. Only a few steel beams that were along the outside of the tower remained connected together, such as these. Here are two steel columns that are still connected together by steel plates. These columns were along the outside of the tower. This assembly was also along the outside of the tower. It shows damage, but the steel parts held together. How could only a few assemblies along the outside be strong enough to survive the collapse? A closer view of the rubble makes it look as if the towers were put through a giant shredding machine. What happened to all of the office furniture? Where are the elevators? What about the staircases? The concrete, office furniture, and people disintegrated into such tiny pieces that the firemen were scooping them up with buckets. Only the thick pieces of steel survived the collapse. Nearby buildings look as if they were decorated with tinsel. The shiny objects are pieces of the aluminum coverings from the outer columns of the towers. The aluminum coverings were shredded into pieces and blown up to several hundred feet away. In this photo, the sunlight reflects from the pieces of aluminum, making them more visible. How can buildings made of massive steel beams and thick steel plates shred themselves into pieces? This is as ridiculous as an automobile crashing into a wall and then shredding itself into pieces. Buildings and cars are made of a low-carbon steel, and this type of steel simply does not behave in this manner. This type of steel bends. It does not shatter into pieces. 
There should be large, twisted pieces of steel assemblies in this rubble. Perhaps you wonder if the beams in the World Trade Center were thin and delicate, and that the fire destroyed the towers because the stupid architects did not make the beams strong enough. However, architects always give a building more strength than it needs in order to provide a margin of safety. The towers withstood storms for decades, and there was never any sign that reinforcements were needed. These two rectangular columns ran up the center of the towers. They are usually referred to as core columns because they were in the center of the towers. Each tower had 47 of these core columns. The thickness of the walls in these columns varied from 4 inches at the ground to about a quarter inch at the very top of the tower. The columns in this photo are about 2 inches thick, so they were somewhere near the middle of the tower. This photo shows both a rectangular core column and some square exterior columns. There were 236 of these square columns running up the exterior of each tower. Every floor was a mesh of steel trusses. There were two sets of trusses crisscrossing each other to form a rectangular grid. This diagram shows only one set of trusses. The missing set would be traveling left to right in this diagram. The purple lines along the right side show the orientation and location of the missing trusses. Corrugated steel pans were attached to the top of the trusses. Concrete was poured into these pans to form strong, flat, and fireproof floors. The exterior columns were spaced every meter along the outside of the towers. Windows were placed between the columns. The view in this diagram is looking towards the windows from the core columns. The exterior columns were further strengthened with steel plates. The plates were welded to the columns and then bolted to one another. The plates formed straps around the tower. Since the floors were spaced 12 feet apart, the bit of trusses was repeated every 12 feet. The steel straps that wrapped around the tower were also repeated every 12 feet. As you can imagine, that put a lot of steel in this building. The empty space in the trusses was used for ceiling tiles, electric lights, air conditioning ducts, and other utilities. It is important to realize that the framework of these towers were 100% steel. By comparison, the building in Oklahoma City that Tim McVeigh was accused of destroying had a concrete framework with steel reinforcing rods in the concrete. This is a highly simplified cross-section of the tower. It shows one floor of the tower looking down onto the concrete floor. There were 47 rectangular columns in the center of the tower, although only four are shown in this simple diagram. There were 236 exterior columns, although only 16 are shown. These exterior columns were literally on the outside of the building. Many people assume that these towers disintegrated because they were weak, but there is no evidence for such an accusation. Rather, the photos and the descriptions from the people inside the towers prove that these towers were so incredibly strong that when the airplanes crashed into them, each tower merely swayed a bit in the opposite direction and then swayed back to their normal position. Both towers then remained motionless. People inside the towers felt them tilt, but the movement was so small that neither photos nor video show the tilting. Winter storms caused the towers to shake more than those airplane crashes. 
How could the towers absorb 80-ton airplanes crashing into them at 400 miles per hour without wobbling enough for us to observe it? Obviously, these towers were incredibly strong. According to the engineering sites that have technical data for these towers, the wind force that these towers had to withstand was greater than the force of those airplanes. In other words, a strong wind put more stress on the towers than those airplanes. So what caused these strong buildings to shatter into pieces? The official explanation is that a fire did it. Since no fire has ever destroyed a steel structure before, how could fire destroy buildings strong enough to handle the crash of an 80-ton airplane? The only difference between the fires in the towers and conventional office fires is that thousands of gallons of jet fuel had splattered inside the towers. Is jet fuel capable of creating some type of monster fire that destroys steel buildings? Let's take a look. This hole was created by Flight 11 when it crashed into the North Tower. This hole is black, not brightly colored with flames from a fire. If a fire destroyed these buildings, why are there so few flames? Why are these holes so black? As I describe more thoroughly in the book, the photos provide evidence that the fires were small. This photo is an example. Let's zoom in for a closer view. There is a woman standing in the hole created by the engine of the airplane, and she is alive. On the floor above her and to her left is a man, although he is more difficult to see. Let's zoom in on that woman. She appears to be wearing white pants and has long hair. There is no sign that her clothes or hair have been burned. It appears that there is another woman, but the photo does not have enough detail to be certain. These women seem to be looking down at the ground. Some reports say that up to 200 people jumped out of the buildings. These women may be wondering if they were jumping into a giant net that the firemen had set up for them. On the floor above these women and to their left is a man standing in a broken window. The Boeing 767 that hit this tower was a large airplane with about 80 tons of metal, people, and luggage. The plane slammed into the tower at perhaps 400 miles per hour. Pieces of the aircraft, flooring, and office furnishings would have flown through two or three floors. Anybody in the path of this flying debris would have been killed. The thousands of gallons of jet fuel that sprayed into this area and then caught on fire would certainly kill a lot of people also. The only way anybody could survive this airplane crash was if the flying debris and the fires did not reach them. Since at least one man and woman survived, and since they were on different floors, they proved that the fires and airplane debris did not extend throughout the entire area of the crash zone. Furthermore, these people walked to the hole from wherever they were at the time of the crash. How could this woman walk through burning jet fuel? How could she survive fires that were so intense that they were capable of destroying a steel structure? To put that another way, how could a fire destroy a massive steel structure if it was not capable of destroying human life? Obviously, some areas were not soaked with jet fuel and the fires were not everywhere. This would explain why the holes are so black 
and why there are so few flames. We can see this woman because she was brave enough to walk to the very edge of the hole, but there may be other people farther inside who are staying away from the hole. We can see this man because he is next to a broken window, but we cannot see into the windows because of the glare, so it's possible that there are other people near him but behind the glass. What are the chances that only two people survived the airplane crash and fires and both of them were coincidentally caught in this photo. I would bet that other people also survived, but we cannot see them. They may be trying to get down the stairs. As I explain in more detail in the book, there is no evidence that the fires in these towers were extreme. In fact, the fire in the Meridian Plaza office building in Philadelphia in 1991 was much worse, and that building did not even break into two pieces. The fire in the South Tower was so small that it did not even spread from one side of the floor to the other. The people who jumped out the windows created the illusion that the fire was so intense that they would rather jump than be burned by the fire. However, the photos do not show fire in the area where these people were jumping. Rather, the photos show lots of smoke. The smoke and the lack of flames are evidence that the fires were not getting enough oxygen. This would cause the plastic and rubber to create toxic smoke. This in turn could cause people to jump to avoid a slow, agonizing death from toxic smoke. Even if the fires were intense, fire does not shatter steel structures. Look at the steel grate in a fireplace. The grate is in contact with hot coals for hours. Sometimes natural gas flames burn underneath at the same time. However, the grates never shatter into pieces. Rather, the heat merely causes the iron to oxidize faster than normal. After many years, the grate develops a multicolored crust of oxide with particles of ash and soot in the crevices. Pieces of the grate eventually fall off, but only because of the thinning of the metal due to oxidation. No fire has ever caused a fireplace grate, steel building, steel automobile, or any other steel structure to disintegrate. The maximum temperature hydrocarbons can reach in the atmosphere is about 1800 degrees Fahrenheit. However, that maximum temperature can be reached only when the hydrocarbons and the air are mixed in perfect proportions. These perfect proportions are reached only in a few controlled situations, such as a kitchen stove. This produces flames that are clean and a beautiful blue rather than yellow and leaving trails of soot. Even though stoves reach the maximum possible temperature, they never shatter into pieces. So how could even lower temperatures cause the towers to disintegrate? Controlled demolition is a company that demolishes old buildings. They demolished the building in Oklahoma City that Tim McVeigh was accused of blowing up. They were also hired to clean up the mess at the World Trade Center. They developed a special explosive and technique of using it for demolishing steel structures. They are so proud of this technology that they trademarked its abbreviation, D-R-E-X-S. Their British division describes the technology as, Our Drexus systems segment steel components into pieces matching the lifting capacity of the available equipment. In other words, if your trucks can hold pieces of steel up to 24 feet in length, 
then this company will cause all steel assemblies to break into sections 24 feet or less. Look at the rubble of the World Trade Center. Is it a coincidence that the entire steel framework of both towers broke into pieces no longer than the trucks that were hauling them away? Only a few of the thousands of pieces had to be cut with torches. If a fire can do exactly what controlled demolition does with their special trademarked explosives, then I'd like to start a new business called Fire Demolition Incorporated. This company will demolish buildings by setting a few small fires on a few floors. These fires will demolish the building just as thoroughly, but at a much lower cost. I need money to get this business established. Are any of you interested in investing? NASA and the U.S. Geological Survey created this thermal map of the temperature of the rubble. This map was created five days after the towers were attacked. Obviously, the rubble would be cooler after five days than it was on September 11th. Also, firemen sprayed water on the rubble during those five days. However, one location in the rubble of Building 7 was above the melting point of aluminum, and so was one location in the rubble of the South Tower. Not surprisingly, smoke came out of the rubble for months. Peter Tully, president of one company hired to remove debris, and Mark Lazo, president of Controlled Demolition, told the American Free Press that steel had melted at the bottom of the basements in the towers and at Building 7. These incredible temperatures are more evidence that explosives were used. The explosives in the basements had to be powerful to break apart the massive steel beams. Explosives create very high temperatures, and the heat had nowhere to go since it was deep underground. According to the scientists who analyzed the seismic data, the North Tower collapsed in about 8 seconds. The collapse started at about the 94th floor, near this woman. This means that 94 floors shattered at an average rate of about 10 floors per second. If this woman had tossed a steel beam off the edge, it would have hit the ground about 8 seconds later. The formula to figure this out is very simple, if we ignore air resistance. 94 floors at 12 feet per floor is 1128 feet. Divide that by 16 and take the square root and we get 8.4 seconds. This means that the North Tower collapsed as fast as objects fall when there is no air resistance. As I explained in my book, explosives were shattering the towers slightly faster than the rubble was falling. Very, very interesting uh, audio footage that we are listening to tonight as we discuss... The towers were built by the government, so taxpayers owned both of them. However, somehow the government was convinced to lease the towers for 99 years. Larry Silverstein became landlord on July 24th, less than two months before the attack. He then had control of the maintenance and security departments, and he began to replace security personnel. Silverstein brought Frank Lowy into the deal to become landlord of the underground shopping mall. Lowy is a billionaire who owns shopping malls in several nations. 
After the towers disintegrated, Silverstein demanded insurance companies pay him twice what the policy stated on the grounds that each tower was a separate attack. What a coincidence that after these guys got control of the World Trade Center, Osama decided to destroy the entire complex. Or is this Israeli journalist correct that a few Israelis were involved in the attack? He believes that the wedding hall that collapsed mysteriously in Jerusalem was their test of demolishing a building while people were in it. And is he correct that the mysterious crash of Egypt's Flight 990 was a test of getting control of an airplane? A newspaper in New Hampshire mentioned the amazing coincidence that the air traffic controller watching over Flight 990 also watched over the two planes that hit the towers. How could explosives be put inside the towers while people were working there? The packages of explosives could be placed in the area above the ceiling tiles. Each package would have a battery and a radio receiver. A computer would be able to detonate the explosives in any sequence by sending the appropriate signals to the packages. A researcher of the Kennedy assassination points out that most people believe in coincidence theories because they explain everything as being due to coincidence. For example, most people believe it was coincidence that all four airplanes were 50 to 80 percent empty. That Todd Beamer decided to spend his last 13 minutes of life talking on a lousy quality airplane phone to a stranger rather than his pregnant wife. That fire pulverized three steel buildings even though fire never did such a thing before or after. That terrorists hit the empty section of the Pentagon. How do coincidence theories make more sense than conspiracy theories? Some people consider my book to adequately explain that the September 11th attack was a scam. However, some people who know me personally responded by giving me clippings of newspaper and magazine articles to show me that Flight 77 really did hit the Pentagon and that Osama did not have any assistance from the U.S. government. I have also been told that the Discovery Channel thoroughly explains that fire caused the towers to collapse. Most people are certain that the true source of knowledge comes from large corporations, not individuals such as myself. Therefore, I would like to show evidence that some news reports are attempts to manipulate us, not educate us. For example, James Robbins claims to have seen Flight 77 crash into the Pentagon. When Robbins heard of Masson's accusation that Flight 77 never hit the Pentagon, Robbins wrote an insulting article for the National Review in which he claims Lenin, Hitler, and Palpat were just like Masson. However, those of us who question our government are not like Hitler, nor are we unpatriotic. Rather, we simply want the government to provide evidence for their theories. People who doubt that Flight 77 hit the Pentagon are equivalent to people in 1933 who questioned Hitler's explanation of the fire in the Reichstag, the German government building. Hitler claimed the fire was set by communists, and he used the fire to justify giving himself more control over Germany. 
Robbins tries to create an unpleasant image for those of us who question the U.S. government. Robbins is behaving like the propaganda writers of Hitler, Lenin, and Palpat. He is trying to manipulate emotions, not provide us with intelligent information about the September 11th attack. In fact, Robbins admits in his article that he never read Masson's book. Why would the National Review publish an article in which the author insults a book he never read? Are the editors really trying to inform their readers of world events? Or are they merely promoting the official government policies? Robbins is described as a national security analyst. He is also a professor of international relations at the National Defense University, which has this building in Washington, D.C. However, the staff, courses, and photos of this university make it appear to be a military agency, not a real university. In this photo, for example, a vice admiral is taking command as president of the university. President Bush must think highly of this university because he spoke there a few months before the September 11th attack. However, since James Robbins writes reviews of books he never read for the National Review, we ought to wonder if he is also providing his students with equally worthless material. We should also wonder if the National Review is a publication of the CIA. This would explain why the cover of one issue called George Bush a Conqueror, while another insulted Canadians as wimps. Although you may ignore the National Review, these types of publications do have influence over the public. These journalists alter public opinion, and that in turn affects your life and your nation. An example of their effect can be seen with a guy named Mike Collins. You probably know of Collins because he had his 15 minutes of fame in November 2000 with this cartoon about the Florida presidential ballot. Collins learned of Masson's internet site in August 2002. Collins looked at the photos of the rubble at the Pentagon and found himself unable to find any evidence of Flight 77. He became concerned that Masson might be correct that the attack was a scam. His concern was brief, however, because he soon found a rebuttal to Masson at the Urban Legends website. This article shows that Masson is a fool. Collins was so impressed by this article that he considered it to fully answer Masson's questions. For example, Masson asked, why are there no pieces of Flight 77 in the photographs? According to the Urban Legends article, the answer is, any pieces of wreckage large enough to be identifiable burned up in the intense fire. However, aluminum and steel do not burn easily. You can prove this to yourself with a gas stove. The flames in the stove are at the maximum temperature possible for hydrocarbons burning in the atmosphere. Therefore, if you cannot catch aluminum on fire in the flames of a stove, then aluminum ain't likely to catch on fire in the flames of an airplane crash. It's possible that the urban legend site was created to deceive us. After building up a reputation of honesty by dispelling some simple rumors, the CIA, or whoever, could slip in deceptive articles. This would explain why they would post that stupid article about Flight 77 burning up. Although Collins was impressed by the article at the urban legend site, the article by James Robbins seems to have had more of an effect on his emotions. Collins has a site on the Internet where he posts his comments on life. 
His commentary for August 22, 2002, began with the angry sentence, I'd like to punch Terry Michonne in the face repeatedly. He ended that day's entry by repeating the paragraph from Robbins, which contained the insulting comparison of Masson to Hitler and Lenin. Do you consider Mike Collins to be of no importance? Do you think I'm getting carried away with an insignificant topic? The conference I'm is sorry. now in talk mode. This option is not currently available. ...by deceptive articles. If you do nothing about the manipulation of the public, you are allowing the manipulation to continue. If, instead, you brought this issue to people's attention, more people might demand higher standards from authors, government officials, and political candidates. At the moment, nobody is under pressure to write intelligent articles. For example, Gary Bauer, one of the Republican candidates for president in 2000, tells us that Masson's book is obscene and disgusting. He goes on to refer to Masson as a lunatic, and he refers to his research as an hallucination. If Bauer offered evidence that Masson suffers from hallucinations, and if he supported his accusation that Masson's book is obscene, then his report would be worth reading. However, his article is nothing but insults. When children behave this way, we tell them to stop it. The world might improve if we discuss issues, but it won't if all we do is insult one another. Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney of Georgia wanted an investigation of the attack, and as a result, she received the same abuse as Masson. For example, Jonah Goldberg, an editor at the National Review, informs his readers that McKinney is dumber than Arafat's three-week-old underwear. In Florida, Kathleen Parker of the Orlando Sentinel writes that McKinney is possibly a delusional paranoiac. She also suspects that we tolerate McKinney because she's black, and we're afraid to criticize her because we might be perceived as racist. This is an amusing accusation when it comes from a woman. The reason is that we could use this same argument on her. In other words, we could say that the editors of the Orlando Sentinel are tolerating Kathleen Parker because she's a woman, and they're worried about being perceived as sexist. Wouldn't it be better if our media impressed us with intelligent articles rather than provide insults? The Orlando Sentinel published an article by David Porter in which he explained the two reasons he does not believe conspiracy theories. First, we conspiracy people oh, well, would be killed you. if we were correct. Well, Second, you. some government officials so would lovely. do something to Where stop the Can you hear me? Porter brings up very important issues. Regarding his first point, millions of people will dismiss what I say Let on the grounds that if I was correct, the people who conducted the scam wouldn't allow me to expose it to the world. Since nobody cares what I say, I must be spewing nonsense. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't hear what I thought I just heard. What did you hear? Oh, no, I did. Oh, no, I just heard. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, what where's the update so of your please? account, and where can I write to, to help get your account back? What? Your My your account. other account. I, I don't know. Prompt you still hasn't sent me shit. So Would it help if I, I send a I missed this show type no. of letter? No, no, that won't help. 
Well, I would do it. Well, that's good to know, sister. That's that's good to know. What the hell are you doing around here? This. this oh my gosh, my feet hurt. My voice hurts. I can't deal with any more freaking suicidal Democrats. It's so bad here. Suicidal? Really? Is it that bad? We've had one suicide already. Oh, no. You had an actual suicide because of the election? Well, I mean, I'm sure it was more complicated than just the election. I hope it is. Uh, What a waste to, to throw your life away just because of a silly election. Yeah, because Donald freaking Trump is is our great president, our next great president. Well, I'm willing to give him a chance. I mean, I'm hoping for the best. I mean, I will hope for the best. I mean, only an idiot wouldn't. He is the best. I cannot tell you how relieved I am, sister. Well, a lot of white men feel that way. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah. What? Wait a minute. You guys are the majority, so, I mean, you spoke. Who are the majority? The silent majority. It's called the silent majority, and it's white conservatives. Yes, I am am faithfully a part of the silent majority. I don't participate in shit. I I was really worried about the election. You know, like, man, we are so fucked. You know, and then I was looking at the... It was all CNN and Don Lemon and... All these other idiots who had everyone thinking, uh, at least those who, who listened to the media, that Hillary had this in the bag. She had it all won. No way she could have. She stole the danger, election. Danger, danger, danger. That's all we heard. Danger, danger, danger. Yeah. Well, I hope Trump proves himself. I really do. Because our, our country needs to do better. Yes, yeah, yes, it does need to do better. And we started off. The day we decided, no, hell no, we won't go. No more Clintons in the fucking White House, at least for now, until well, Chelsea. You know how I feel about them, them, how I really feel about them. It killed oh, yeah. me to do those phone banks. I cannot tell you how I hated doing those. Ugh. But everyone I called, yes, because I made a public promise. You're only good as your word, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think about Bernie Sanders' response to all of this? What oh, a my God. Oh, my God, Bernie Sanders. I mean, it's just painful to even say the name. He loves it. You know why? Because that wicked witch, Hillary Clinton, did not become president. He promised that if they elected her for the damn uh, the the nomination that they were going to lose, and indeed they did. And it was great. It was great. I should have been I at that DNC thing, but I don't think I could have handled it. I don't think I could have. No, I think the, I the Secret Service would have locked me up. Already. The Secret Service. Yeah, and I went off on Channel 6 the other night. I thought the police were going to come to my door. Channel I had 6. had enough. What did you I do to Channel had 6? Had enough. <laughs> Well, they were falsely reporting some stories, and I had the evidence that they were falsely reporting it. And, and their their anchor, her first name's Lori. She's such a whore. I mean, she's a whore. The the old sheriff that was his whore was anchorman, anchor woman uh, at Channel Six. You should have sung your 
your your infamous late night song. Probably, I believe, one of the most creative late night songs in history, ladies and gentlemen. Take a bow, take a bow. Your daughter is a whore. Your daughter is a whore. Your grandchild is a bastard. Well, I, I recorded the conversation in my rant to her. She goes, it's not normal to call at one in the morning. I'm like, you motherfucker. You know, just, oh, I was so mad. Because they not only did it once that week, but they did it twice. To this 18-year-old girl. I mean, I'm just like, man, really? really? Yeah, really. You know, just. Yeah. And I, I had um, mentored her. And I told her, why don't you have two events this weekend? One on a Friday night where it's a march and a rally, you know, kind of to get the nightlife at downtown Tulsa. And yeah. then the second one, do it during the day where you have a lot of speakers, music, a love fest, if you will. A love fest? Well, yeah, you know, like a Woodstock, that type of thing. Oh, yeah. You know, Tulsa style, conservative style. And dancing around, you know, with their They were dancing with, with flags wrapped around their necks and, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Oh, I got some great pictures. I got some fabulous pictures, but everybody's dosy doing and popping off the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean they had all like this reggae type of feel. It was kind of cool. Reggae? Are you kidding me? You want a bunch of niggers running around well, she's there? She's eighteen, and, and like last year, her senior year of high school. Listen to what this this young lady was doing. She made a youth summer camp for disadvantaged youth. This is what she's doing as a as a senior in high school. I mean, the girl's outstanding. Graduated early from high school, and she's in college now. And you know, she wants to run for office eventually, but she just finally got the the right to vote because she turned eighteen. And who does uh, my niece? No, no, no. This is just someone I'm mentoring. Oh, mentoring of oh, you, Baptist girl mentoring. Yeah, I mentor a lot of people. Believe it or not. Uh, you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? This is breaking news. Bathtub Girl is into the mentoring business now. Well, I love and then disaster hit last week also. Our, oh, our no. vice chair of the Democratic Party in Tulsa, he got a judgment oh, no, against him. Pipe off, Bathtub Girl. Not another pipe off. <laughs> now, this is a charge of $80,000 against him. $80,000? That is a damn oh, pipe off. Oh, it, it gets worse. It gets worse. It has something to do with campaign funds. Campaign fund. Oh no! Corruption, corruption, corruption. Yeah. Well, my secretary, the secretary of of our Tulsa County, she decides that she wants to kill herself, and I just, I mean, it's like the world went mad. I'm just oh, I'm so tired of talking. Secretary, yeah, don't do it! Don't do it! You know, I had to sit with her election night and physically hold her hand. Do you know what that's like? My kids are sitting next to me, and I'm holding this grown woman's hand. You know, just... wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. You drug my nieces to this, <laughs> to this suicide the watch, watch party. The watch me? party. Well, the, it was yeah, good suicide food. watch party. They, they enjoyed the cheese and, and grapes and all that good food. They had a good time. There was a jazz band there. A jazz band at a suicide watch? Are you kidding me? great. <laughs> And why did you guys have a damn suicide watch? I mean, now I can kind of laugh at it because it was so dramatic. There was two tables in the very back. It was was in a place of gambling, too, and I've never even been to a place of gambling. Horse racing. You know, they have, like, this inside thing where you can 
been on horse races throughout the country, I guess. Oh, no. you got all these hicks there. I know. Iniquity. (laughs) But in the back, these two tables, these are the old Democratic men. Some are crying into their hands. This is like probably 1030 or so. Crying. Crying. Grown men in their 60s, about dumpster's age. You know, crying into their hands. You know, maybe it's some of them are a little bit older. That doesn't sound familiar, dumpster. Okay, okay, well, well old old people. You know, wrinkles and all. Oh, wrinkles, yes. That yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. Not, not too familiar. Don't get yeah, any nasty thoughts in your mind, people. But, I mean, they're just upset. Uh, I went over there. I said, well, how are you holding up? I'm depressed. That's what I am. I can't do the old man's voice, but, oh, my Lord. I mean, now I can laugh about it a little bit because it was so extreme. Like, I knew this was going to happen. I knew. And then I walked over to the, you know, the people that got the marriage equality uh, thing passed through the the Supreme Court? Yes, yes. Some of them were there. They're my friends. Uh, these two ladies that got married, and they're all upset. And I can't say, I told you so. I couldn't do that, but I wanted to so bad. You know, because, oh, I mean, no. and the handwriting was on the wall. I mean, it really was. But well, I had to tow the party line. So I might be an officer uh, in March. Oh, so you were there on... On behalf of Hillary, sister? I did my dirty work. I did my dirty work so I can make my office. Wait a minute. It looks like I might run for vice chair. You took the children to this Hillary Clinton tap-dancing corruption fest of doom? Well, with everybody crying and the, the secretary wanting to kill herself. Yeah, I did. No. Oh my God! This is horrible. This I do regret horrible. taking the youngest to that. I really do. The last we've gone to a lot of the the presidential watch parties. We should have gone to the Republican one. It was at the aquarium. I should have gone to that one. Yes, yes, maybe just just maybe. But I'm pretty yeah. sure all the people in your in your bowling alley. It sounds like where you all had this had this Hillary Clinton watch party. Slash suicide watch party. It oh, sounds like. I mean, were they were they all looking just as dead as all the people who were at, and I quote Hillary Clinton headquarters there in in New York at this little glass ceiling, uh, well lit room where she thought she was going to deliver her great "I'm the President" yeah. address, and then the bitch doesn't even show up. Because there were three or four states that weren't going to, they were too close to call. I don't think that's unreasonable to wait. No, no, are you kidding me? If it had been the other way around, Trump would have waited. And I wouldn't have held that against him. No, Trump came right out and declared success. And then Hillary Clinton. Well, I mean, he had the majority of the states, but those last few states, there was a possibility that she could get those electoral votes. She and was had down it been, by fifty. The bathtub girl. She was down by fifty to seventy thousand votes in some of these states. She was very well beaten. She just didn't want to. You don't know about certain counties. Certain counties turn out more than others. 
this I know. I know about polling locations and districts. And now I, w- I want to bring up something to you, Baptist girl, that I heard Mister uh, what's his name, uh, Lewandowski or whatever his fucking name is, the old uh, the old campaign manager for Trump, who was replaced by this by this Bannon character, <laughs> uh, which we have yet to discuss him. But yes, oh my gosh. He mentioned okay. election night on uh, CNN's coverage of the election. Uh, right after, you know, the statement is sent out that Hillary Clinton will not be appearing tonight, then this whole big thing takes place on, on CNN from what I was watching, where, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, that's a good call by the Democrats. You know, some of these states are too close to call, just like you were just over here pancaking and saying, just like they were. You know, oh, it's too close to call. We'll wait till in the morning and all this other nonsense. And you know what? He brought up a very good point. He said, now, if if this, if the Trump administration would have pulled this shit at the 11th hour of the election, there would be an uproar. There would be an uproar. And I don't would. think there would have been. Oh, yes, there would Because it's reasonable. Oh, he's the results. He's protesting. How long because did they cry reasonable. about How long were they crying about that bathtub girl? That, oh, he, but Donald Trump has said that he he doesn't know if he'll accept the the results of the election. How well, long I mean, were they crying about this bathtub girl? He'll night accept it if he wins. Night after night. And on the 11th, Hour of the election. But the results were in. The results were in. Donald Trump was whipping her hootie to the ass. She At was 2.33 in the morning. What was it? Or maybe yeah. four yeah, their time. 2.33 in the morning. I have the actual Our footage. Time. The live compliments of my DVR, of course, yes, because I can't do it. I'm like this you. But I do have the election footage. And, I mean... Come on, it's so good girl. to talk to you. You know, it's just a pleasure to talk to you. It is. It is such a pleasure to talk to you. Because it's been such a long-ass week. I want to you oh. back up, girl. Why were you a Hillary Clinton supporter? Why because I, unfortunately, made this public promise to the chair of the Democratic Party that I would do what I could to help the cause. Since I was stupid enough to make that public promise, I had to follow through. It killed wait, me. Wait it killed me. You are. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're trying to backstab the, the the Democratic Party right here live on my show. And I think well, I look, think I did work for it. I, I did a lot of, uh, what do you call that, uh, the phone banking. I even helped lead the phone banking meetings. I, I did podcasts. I knocked on doors. I knocked on a lot of doors. And now you're saying that you're part. ashamed. Well, I hating. I don't, I'm not ashamed of it. I hated it. I hated it. I, I couldn't really argue. even argue for her. I mean, what? I mean, that she's a hard candidate to push. She's impossible to push. Impossible. I had a difficult task. Well, back to girl. It paid off, though. It paid off how? Well, because I, I've gotten a lot more support. Oh, are you? You're going to be running for office too, right? Well, just local Democrat office. Oh no, you're going to be running as a Democrat. Well, of course. 
Oh, no. You're going to have Hillary Clinton. Okay, officer, rally. officers within the party. I don't want to run for office office. I want to run for an officer position within the party. It's different. It's horrible, Bathtub Girl. What good can you do for the Democratic Party who has lost everything? They've okay, let's look everything. at our vice chair. Let's look at our vice chair of, of my county. 80,000. Judgment of 80,000 against him. The secretary, she's suicidal. Joe doesn't even want to be there. I, it, it's just a win-win. I mean, I was on yes. the phone tonight, and I was at a hearing this morning, and the commissioner's meeting, and I had to sit next to that goddamn new sheriff in Tulsa, Vic, Victor. I said, can I sit here? <laughs> I cannot believe I'm having to say this to him. And then had to sit next to this attorney that I can't stand either. And then, you know, the Bates, you know, the, um, the Eric Harris trial that I covered. The shooter's wife was there giving me go-to-hell looks. I mean, this was not my, my week. Okay. We're the sheriff's now, okay? You better stop that, girl, okay? I will send Victor out to your trailer, okay? He <laughs> gets us, he's Latino. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> he's got a bald head, and oh my God. They just tell him what to do. He has scripts to wear. And, as a matter of fact, he was there because they want a reality show for the Tulsa Sheriff Department now. They a want a reality show. show. And it was accepted. It was accepted. It was approved. And I'm thinking I'm living in the twilight zone, you know, and just. What channel uh, is it going to be on, CMT? Well, the name of the company is called Lucky 8. I mean, if I'm going to do a reality show, I'm not going to go to some uh, producing show where where it says, we're Lucky 8. You know, come on. You know, I would go to, I don't know, Lifetime or, you know, someplace like that that does Behind Bars, you know, one of those those shows. Yes, yes. No, they go to Lucky 8. That's the quality of reality show they do. That's horrible. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have meth heads on this show. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's another thing. Our two state questions, where they reduce some felonies down to misdemeanors. You could have 19 uh, grams of, or like methamphetamine, and it's a misdemeanor. You cannot what? go over 20. Oh my god, that's horrible. And then if you get if your car gets robbed, let's say someone steals your car and it's only worth nine hundred dollars, it's a misdemeanor. That's horrible, horrible. Now someone teaches uh, someone, and they don't quite the 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 ill repute people. They don't quite get it yet. They can steal somebody's iPhone and it's a misdemeanor. In other states, it's a felony because it's over five hundred dollars, right? Well, now it has to be over $1,000 to be a felony. That's horrible. It is. It is. All they have to do is break into your house and take less than $1,000, and they're just going to get a small ticket, like a speeding ticket. That's all. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, we're we're in deep trouble here. Yeah, you need to get out of there. I wouldn't be well, running for office. I would be I, running the hell 
out of the city living. Well, I got Virginia, and then the, there's that Texas option, but I don't want to go down there. I just know. No, yeah, no. you should come here. I never Texas. live on a freaking ranch. No. Yes, yes, you can go out there and slough the pigs and milk the cows. <laughs> There's just a bunch of horses. There's just a bunch of horses on that ranch. They raise a lot of horses. Oh. And I don't know anything about horses. I just don't. Oh, you just, just, I don't know. You can, you can make. I had a pony when I was a little girl, but I mean, that was a long time ago. We won't say how long, don't you dare. But, oh my gosh. What, 60 years now? Close to <laughs> <laughs> I am still in my forties. Oh. Yeah, still in my forties. Yes. Just everything yes. just still in her forties, and we all know the forties are the new twenties, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, forever and ever. Well, what about you? How's everything going uh, where you're at politically? Everything is going great. Everybody here seems to have voted Trump, uh, uh-huh. despite all the niggers who voted for Hillary. Okay. But, uh, hey, Texas is doing great. Uh, gas is still really cheap. And, uh, yeah, it's it's going great. That's good. Yeah, I mean, we still have, uh, what do we have now? We have Rick Terry, who wants to have something to do with the fucking uh, Trump administration. So I could see him jumping on board there with the whole immigration thing, which used to be, like, his uh, his main platform when he was mm-hmm. governor here in Texas. Well, they need to make some changes. I, I do believe that to be true. Yes, yes. I think Trump is, is what is best for America. And just look at all the excitement that's jumped off since he's been president. Well, he's yeah, all these off. cities having these parades all of a sudden. Have yeah. you noticed that? Uh, all these all parades. Parades, and they should. I mean, nightly parades in honor of the great you know, the, the clans been coming out, burning their crosses. It's been great. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Master Girl. Are you, are you telling me that you're no longer a Bernie Sanders supporter? I'm Bernie all the way. I'm just... All these clan parades that they're having now, it's crazy. It's burning the their what? crosses, you know, in celebration of Trump. Oh, they're having clan raids? No, no, parades. Parades, really? Right, to celebrate Trump. Everybody oh, yes, loves Trump, yes, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. North Carolina especially. Oh, yeah. There's something else. I mean, they're the ones who helped vote him in there. North Carolinians should proud. A good Klansman is a Trump supporter. Yes, yes, as all should be. <laughs> not in the Klan, then you're out of here. You know, it's, people really should take note that the Klan just loves Trump. Now, that is disturbing to me. That's Does not it disturbing. bother you? No, no, it's great. I mean, we've got we've got Mr. Bannon there, who uh, from Breitbart, and uh, you know he's, he's from Michigan, he right? About, about dirty Jews, he doesn't like Jews. We know that, right? right. Kind of like uh, Trump. Yes, yes, yes. He doesn't like Jews either. Oh, he doesn't. No, 
Oh, Unless he's going to do business with them and it, it benefits him. Then he'll like a Jew. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got a hotel down there. He doesn't <laughs> mind them helping him stay richer. Oh, so, wait a minute. If he doesn't like Jews, you think he's going to discontinue his support in Israel? Well, I think that's a, a valid thing to do because they're very violent. They're very... They're an isolationist country. Oh, yes. In my opinion. So you think that we shouldn't be supporting Israel? I think if you just look at their behavior without knowing what country they are and just look down at their behavior, what they have done, I think it brings concern, especially what they've done to Palestinians. Uh Even though the Palestinians had fought back. But there's no reason for, you know, just there's some different ways they could solve their problems. Now you know this is this is going to be a a huge topic of concern because of the whole, uh, and I hate to even take it there, but the whole biblical principle behind Israel and our support of Israel. Um, well, you know, God's turned his back on Israel before. And he's used other countries to do that. Yes, yes. He did use the uh, the uh, Assyrians at one time. That's true. I'm surprised you know that. Yes, yes, I do, I do. I'm and then the first. Romans. Yes, he used the Assyrians to uh, hold the, uh, the Jewish people that are captive. For what that was Daniel, I, right? Oh, that was, uh, what, Ezekiel or... Somewhere in there. One of those fine, fine novels. And then there was Hosea. Yes, yes. Where he predicted uh, doom and gloom and that God would come back and something about their Valley of Anchor will be no more. Oh. It shall be up as she was up and out of Egypt, as the days when she was up and out of Egypt, referring to Israel. Oh, wow. I know my verses. Yes, yes. I, I, I'm not even familiar with that. So that, that well, Jose is different because he was like this, you know, a Jew for God, you know, this Jew for God. You know, he just loved God. Then God tells him to marry this pagan. This hedonistic, short-sighted, hedonistic woman who had many lovers. Yes. You know, just dressed like, I don't know, Nicki Minaj, you know, like that. She was just like out there. Yes, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he tells this this very orthodox person to marry this pagan woman. It's really a a love story. I think her name no, it wasn't Asher. I forget the name of her of his wife, but it says it in Hosea. It's a very short book. But I think it's a it's one of the poetic books of the Bible. There's different poetic books and that's one of them. Lamentations is another poetic book. Another short book too. I like the yes, short one. Very, very short. That's true. You know, it even has a 
third chapter, verse 19. I remember my wanderings and my homelessness, and my spirit is downcast within me, being depressed. Yet this one thing I bring to mind, how great, something about the greatness of the Lord. How great is the Lord, and worthy to be praised, something like that. Oh, no. Are you, how are it you endures every morning. How it endures every morning. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bathtub girl, have you been going to some, one of those, one of those hoopla kind of churches with all this jumping around and. No, I don't like, do that. Like no. Hooligans. No. No, I like hermetics, which is study uh, the Bible. Hermetics? Mm hmm. Hermetics. You know, I have some family down in Texas, and uh, Bob, you know my last name. Uh, if you just yes. look him up, he's a Baptist preacher. But I don't know how long he's going to be Baptist preacher because he's calling them out on their stuff. It's kind of interesting. But really? he has this Bible study thing. It's in 46, 48 languages. And he's taught all over the world, like in Serbia, Bosnia, before the war, of course. He's taught everywhere. He is a brilliant wow. man. And that's he's a professor of hermetics. Okay, so I'm going to look this guy up. Uh, mm-hmm. Bob and then my last name. Bob. So what would it be? A tub girl? <laughs> Bob tub girl or Bob tub guy? Yeah, the U name, the U name. The U name, okay, Bob. The U name, tub guy. Jesus, you know my last name. Come on. Yeah, I, I, okay, I'll look him up. Sure, yes. yes. Bob, hey, he's I'm pretty free. cool. I'm free. Somebody in the chat. I mean, maybe he might be near you. I mean, I don't know. You know, he might be. He still preaches. He's a really oh, good preacher. Definitely. Oh well, I should go and attend his his church. Well, you could even just go to his site. You know, all his lectures and sermons are there. Oh, really? Really? You know, hermetics is where you study verse by verse more than just well, what this means to me is you look at the culture, you look at the the time in which it was written. Like when Nathan, uh, you know, the prophet Nathan had this general that came to him. I forget his name. Do you remember his name? Uh, no, no. Well, he had this skin disease, and no one could cure it. And this guy was an elitist. He was like a Clinton. You know, he thought everybody should come to him. Well, he made this general come to him. And he had to wash in some river. I forget the name of the river. It was a healing river. But, you know, common people, everybody went there. And he thought he was too good for it. But in the city, every... um, Every city had this, oh, it's a listing of the gods, uh, like a, a big tablet in the listing of their their local gods. I, I'm forgetting the name of that. But their main god w- was a moon god, and the moon god's name was Sin. Really? Everything has a reason. You know, it, it's deeper. Like, you know, why did Jesus curse the fig tree? Do you know why he always talked about a fig tree? You know, Jesus was obsessed with fig trees. 
Yes, yes. Why do you think he was obsessed with fig trees? This is deep. I... No, tell us. Tell us why. Okay, the fig tree. Uh, one of the main enemies of God, if you're going to talk about Godisms, is the god Baal. You know, it was fertility, it was sexuality, it was, you know, they they branded themselves, they tattooed themselves, the priestesses. They would tattoo themselves, they would slash their wrists. You know, that's why it's a sin to to put tattoos on your body or to uh, do the scarification where you cut your, your arms or your body to bleed and it scars. The main food that they would feed Baal, they would have an altar and they would give him food. It was a fig. That was the food, the the um, the food that they would give Baal. Everything's connected, That's and no crazy. one really fully. Rem- you know, people used to study the Bible like this. You know, they they didn't leave out the apocrypha. You know, Deborah, you know, all all those different books. Yes. You know, there's books before Genesis, even. Did you know that? No, no. I had heard about, you know, the whole Petua and all that that good stuff. You know, the first Mm -hmm. four or five books. But I never heard that there were books before Before uh, Genesis. Genesis. Mm Mm-hmm. And did you know that numbers, you know what that, that Hebrew name for numbers is? Yes. It means in the desert. Uh, I forget how to pronounce the Hebrew word for numbers, but it means in the desert. It gives a new meaning to the book. True. And it's very important that the Ten Commandments, you know, the the Ten Commandments were given to the Jewish people in the desert because there's all these rules. If you find something in the city, you have to surrender it to someone under a certain condition, a certain way. You have to be a man. You can't be a woman to surrender it. But if you're out in the desert, the desert was considered a place for criminals. It was an undesirable place. still is. But it was definitely, if you found something in the desert, you could claim it as your own. You didn't have to surrender it to anyone. So when God gave the Ten Commandments to the Jewish people, it was not just meant for the Jewish people. It was meant for everyone. Now, if that doesn't give you goosebumps, I don't know what does. Yes, yes, amen. Amen. I almost went, I almost became a preacher at one time, a, a theologian. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, that college I went to, the Christian one. Yes, yes I went to a Christian pastor college. Pastor to, to politician now? You know, I kind of am. It's the strangest thing. Yeah, that took girl is becoming a politician. I can't believe it. But then again, I can. It, it makes <laughs> sense. Oh, I don't know. It's just crazy. A politician, yeah. no. I mean, working within the party to help politicians get elected, I love doing that. But I would never want to be a politician. That's a thankless job. Really? And I tell you, those people, they, they have miserable lives. Well, I'm a president, former president, kind of. 
Well, you're of a corporation, though. That's different. Yeah. You know, elected yeah. officials, they're grimy, they're slimy. You know, I can't tell you how many times I vomited. You know, it's just when I find out things that are going on, just things I would never consider. Yeah, you know, and to them it's normal. Yeah, to I, them it is normal. Ugh, no, just not my scene. But yet yeah, I'll try to help to get some of them elected that I think if we would just term limit them to two terms, you know, these lifetime politicians. Yeah, I mean, they get in there and you can't freaking get them out. I mean, we had one Democratic politician, I can talk now, that, that ran for Senate, and no one likes him. We, he's even banned from the Democratic office. It's that bad. Really? You know, we won't say his name. We wouldn't give him any airtime. And, you know, well, we don't think we have anybody running for Senate. Yeah, we would just lie, 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 lie. This guy had two of his opponents, Democratic opponents, thrown off of it, thrown off of the race out of technicalities. He then starts hitting other people in the parking lot, like at the village inn. There was an incident. You know, there was a meeting inside, then they got a little loud, and they went outside, and he, he hits this this person. And then he flipped a table at the uh, state the state fair. He flipped somebody's table over. This is oh, our Democratic wow. candidate for Senate. This guy Senate. is horrible. Yeah, we actually helped the Republican candidate win. A, a lot of us went to the other side and helped him win. We campaigned against our own candidate. Now, how fucked up is that? That is horrible. I mean, he actually physically hit somebody. Oh, yeah, decked him. You know, please. And then he, uh, the secretary, the one that was suicidal, he chewed her out, cursed her out up and down the road, and she was the only one in the office, and she was afraid that he was going to hit her, like he was towering over her. That's why he was banned from the office. I just, whoa. Did he sleep with the secretary as well? No, 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 no. She really is a good Christian woman. She reminds me of, I mean, maybe a fifties person, you know, that that does no wrong. She's just too sweet to to be in that position. I see. Kind of like a very, she's like a little old lady in a much younger body. You know, I can't even think that anybody would want to curse her out. Oh, she God. is a little frustrating because she worries way too much, but <laughs> like most old people. Yeah, I mean, it really is like a little old lady. She even drives like one. <laughs> she drove me to the the watch party because she wanted someone with her, of course. I'm like, my God, <laughs> having visions of my grandmother. I remember this. <laughs> you know, she turns Stop the blinker the on for. For like half the road, she has her blinker on before she turns right, and she slows down really slow. And then she turns right. <laughs> like, I'm like, someone's going to hit us from behind. I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. That's but it horrible. And all this has happened since last Tuesday. Oh, you're bagging on the old, the, the little old lady. You're, well, I mean, you're a true politician, nice. massive girl. She's nice. She's sweet. There's no reason to treat her the way 
that she's been treated recently. I just, no wonder she's having such a hard time. And it doesn't help the vice chair that had the $80,000 charge against him, uh, whatever that's called. You know, he had cursed her out about a week and a half ago. So everybody thinks he's resigning because of that. They don't know it's because of the $80,000 what is it? That's judgment. Correct. Judgment. That's it. Eighty thousand dollars. That is. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he'd been a very bad boy. <laughs> that is I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. Like when Representative Castro came in, I actually got a meeting with him without his handlers. That doesn't happen. I mean, people pay money just to meet him. I didn't have to pay a dime, and I got a meeting without his handlers. Oh wow. That was, that was like my crown. one-on-one with Yeah, I did. Yeah. Outside of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's I can tell oh, no. That's not real silly anymore of this story. This I knew you would find that show. funny. Yeah, yes, this is a family show. <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean, it was at a public facility. It was just outside of the bathroom, that's all. But I thought that you would find that funny with the bathtub name, yeah. you know. Oh no, 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 no! I I I found it funny, but completely different thoughts. There, I just see some. <laughs> oh no, dirty thoughts! I just thought it was funny, you know, because of my name, and it's right outside the bathroom. Oh no! It sounds like a like a porn hub scene. No, you know, right outside. We were in the, the facility. All the people were like could see us. We were just in the hallway. And I got to have a meeting with them, and they uh, didn't. They were pissed, especially the, the chair. The super delegate was really mad. Oh, he was pissed because he the, he's the reason why that, that guy was there. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, you don't bite that hand. You swear to God, don't bite that hand. Mm-mm-mm. So when are you running for office? How how can we support you, Baptist Girl? Well, no, this is a local county thing. This is just a local oh. county. There's county and district. And well, I we can't on. vote. We can't vote no, for you. No, because you, you're not living in this this district. Oh well, you need to start. You need to start some kind of show to where to where we can get the word out in your area. <laughs> yeah, right. Get the word out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, all of our new new friends. What do you think about all of our new friends here at Talk True? We've met some. So well, I guess people. I do need to apologize to you. I was ornery that one night. I am so sorry. I couldn't well, no, tell no, you. No, Could no, you no, hear no, me no, laughing no. in the background like I'm covering my mouth? <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, you gave us everything that we needed, including the recorded <laughs> clip at the very end of that show just a couple nights ago. You all can go back and listen to it right now. We're oh, really? Yes. Bathtub girl said the word bigger. And she also yeah, said yeah. really, really good to say it. Yes. I, I was, I was, what's that called? Trolling? Yeah, that was called trolling. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think I mean, of the word. <laughs> we want to call it trolling, but I I think it's really how you feel, Bathtub girl. Oh, You're come not on. a nigger lover after all. Theme. She's not. She's not a nigger lover after all. Hell, well, not with a man. Hell no. I don't. I love no. black women, but I would never sleep with a black man. And I really find that highly offensive that they think I would. 
she moaned, really? You I'm motherfuckers, gonna... you know, I'm just, uh-uh. You no. wouldn't want to sit there with a she moon with oh, her five beautiful kids. women, beautiful women. Talking Have you looked at the curves on a black woman? Oh, my God. Curves? Are you kidding me? You mean they're oversized butts? Yes! Oh, my God, no, <laughs> no. Their no, lips, I... their skin is so soft and silky. I mean, you got to oh, try at least once. Sounds like a Cherry Girl commercial. Uh 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 uh. Soft and, and they have very how 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 rated can I get? You can get as rated as you want. This show they have the biggest clips so in the world. I swear to God, they're like little. What they have the what? The what? <laughs> they have big clips. Oh no! Now that she really just oh no, you got super XX. Yeah, I told you. Rated. I asked you. Oh, that is disgusting. I would never, ever even think of touching anything. See, when I call that show, I'm going to make sure that I tell them, now, I do like black women. With their big lips. They have to use a paint roller just to put lipstick on. Oh, my God. When you kiss a woman with big lips, it's much better, I think. Oh, my God. I can tell you what's what's better, and that's about it. But I would never even let a she-boon do that to me. come on. I, mean, I don't would. know, maybe, maybe if they have some food stamps, <laughs> you know, I stay, I stay rather hungry. I so. uh, stay thirsty, my friend. No, 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 no! You're drinking from the filthy waters of Africa. Ooh. <laughs> scented waters of Africa. Yes. Oh, oh, we've made lots of different jokes and stuff. Just people don't know that side of me. They would never know. That is... uh, Oh, my God. I bet there's some idiotic man out there, maybe like Mickey McGainis, who's turned on right now by (laughs) that's a girl's she-moon madness here. It's probably why I'm tough on guys. I'm very tough on men, but not on women. Oh, no. You never hear me complaining about women, do you? What? You never hear me complaining about women. No. But I've heard plenty they know their place. Women know their place. By the way, how is Marty? Did he vote? I don't. I haven't heard from him in years. Maybe a decade. A decade? Oh my God. Well, no. Oh my God. I mean, I had to get a, a protective order a long time ago. You see, you know, people like him leave themselves. You know, they they've left themselves. And when it comes to addictions, or like with him, it was steroids, and it he uh, got brain damage. Yes, and he very, made very some horrible life choices. So I really don't have a lot of ill will. I do get nervous when he starts to get obsessed about us, because yeah. he really doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. That's that's nothing to joke about there. I mean, he was a bodybuilder. I mean, he's a, a he used to be able to put one hand around my neck. You know, he's lost a lot of mass since then. And I would just, it was not a pleasant experience. No, no, not at all. You know, and it wasn't him. You know, it was he was altered. Yes. So I I have compassion for him. 
Yeah, and I think it's funny, like, well, what about him? You know, like, what about him? You know, (laughs) he's not the person he used to be. Exactly. You know, and they just, they don't have the whole story. They they don't, they really don't. What the, you don't think they're going to try to bring him up during your election? Right? Well, I mean, I, I filed protective orders and... I mean, he even had a charge against him. Uh, what's that called? Something molestation to a minor under a lewd molestation to a minor under the age of sixteen. Oh, no. I mean, there's like three or four pages of, of stuff like that. There was the time he was on TV for this one. It really, he really does not know the difference between right and wrong. He was Ooh. naked outside of the elementary school, threatening to cut off the electricity because he wanted to get to some child. Now, who are they going to believe? That's crazy. Well, it is crazy because he is crazy. He will never, ever be the same. You know, anyone that wants to try steroids to get that bigger body, you better think twice or you could end up like him. Yeah, roid raging and uh, Mm -hmm. crazy. And I'm not the only one he did that roid raging to. You know, there was other women. That, that he hurt. And they didn't see it coming. Like he could be charming at times and uh, lucid at that point. But all that lucidness is gone. Oh, no. You better, you better watch out for this for this guy when you get in the office, Babs. A girl, he might try something. Oh, no. I know exactly where he's at. He's not getting out of there. Oh, great, great, great. great. <laughs> Why did it put him there? The state did. That just sucks that we can't be a part of your election, bathtub girl. I would really well, like to get on the phones and get people out to vote for you. Oh, boy. You know, bathtub girl. Well, the you way it works usually in Democrat or Republican politics is that you get told the way to vote. There's really not a lot of choice. You go up the chain of command. I've been in this for about 12 years. I've gone to all my district and county meetings, and I voted the way they told me. Yes. Yeah, this is for the leadership of the party, by the way. Are Are you going to eventually run for a higher type office? No. 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 Just I'm not well enough because I end up in the hospital at times. I just I'm not well enough. You need to be uh, dependable. You know, yeah, I'm kind of like Hillary Clinton. I mean, you really think she would have made it through two terms? Two terms, maybe one, and that would have been yeah. stretching it. It's really hard on a person to lead a country. Exactly, and it's such an old. I don't even know if Trump's going to make it. I mean. Yeah, Trump is 69 already. I thought he was in the 70s. Isn't he 71? I could no. be wrong on that. Yes, he's 69. It just turned 69 not very long ago, I think. Well, and, maybe uh, he's got one good term in him. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's about as far as he'll probably get. But I don't know. You never know. But these young people that are protesting, they're just afraid. They're stupid. And they need to be heard. They're stupid. They are being heard and felt and seen. 
all this damn coverage. I can't watch a good news show without seeing a bunch of niggers running around with their Navajo trap. Navajo trap. Say thank you to me. Why? Just say thank you. Thank you. Did you bring Bill Wagner or Vince to the Bay? No, no. I, I had or help. What I did, you know how I, I I whisper into people's ear and they go do my work? Yes. Well, you know, that 18-year-old girl that I talked to, you know, supported, mentored, all I had to do. I went down there when she was in front of Channel 6, almost getting in trouble because there are assholes there. I said, all you need to do is two events, one that's like a rally and a march that had hundreds of people at it, by the way, lots of coverage. And um, then do a second one, just do one on a Friday, one on a Sunday. And the Sunday one, you have speakers. It's more low-key. It's more the love. Uh, like the they did the song Lean On Me, and they, they this was during, we're Black Wall Street. You know, you hear about Black Wall Street a lot. I, this was I, at the museum I, there, the Remembrance Place. They encircled this shrine. And some of these young people had the rainbow flag tied around their neck. Oh, and they're yeah. all singing Lean On Me. It was really sweet. It was very sweet. It was just the whole thing was cool. You know, it was just nice. And the weather, weather was great. And it, I mean, it, it sounds me of nice. The Stonewall it's not kids. the rainbow flaggers. Okay? They don't need to be singing Lean On Me. <laughs> So I'm not leaning on anybody holding a damn rainbow flag. Right? I'm not That's leaning. Okay. I'm not bending. I'm not touching at all. Well, the LGBTQ kids are very much afraid. Uh, that's another thing. The our, our Equality Center has been in crisis mode all week. The transgender people had to go to St. Louis. There was some big emergency. The The director broke down crying about that. You know, that the very next day they had so many people calling in Ken suicide. That that's where we lost somebody. That's where we lost somebody. Now, what I do want to take this time out to remind everyone out there listening that you are free to call in. The phone lines are wide open. And uh, you know the number, 724-444-7444. Use the call ID, the new or the old call ID number, should I say, 122 122- Five six nine again. One yes, two two five, five six nine. One yes. two two five six nine. Prankville, USA, featuring Todd Morris. There you go. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> and tonight we are talking with the lovely bathtub girl who is getting ready to run for some political office. Oh, you were just saying something about the the, the, the lesbian, gay bisexual, transgender people being scared. What the hell do they have to be scared of? Trump hasn't said Pence. anything about Pence. Yes. Pence scares the hell out of them. Pence? Okay, have you heard of conversion wait. therapy? Well, wait a minute. Pence looks like he could be the host of the freaking Price is Right. How can you be afraid of Pence? Mike Pence? Have you heard about conversion therapy? No. That's where they send you to like a camp. They tear down your personality by telling you how awful you are. Because let's let's just say Timmy is gay. Timmy is very uh, homosexual. Timmy is a homosexual. 
He goes to conversion camp. He thinks it's therapy. He thinks it's therapy. He's going to try to please his parents. And they tell him how awful being gay is. And they tear down his personality by a a number of different methods. And they're not kind. They're rather cruel, including shock therapy. At the point when his personality is torn apart, then they build up a new one. Wait a but minute. Shock therapy for the gays? Really? Yeah. Yes. Just, uh, That's conversion uh, therapy. <laughs> In most countries, they, they don't do this, I mean, at all. But he believes in it. He does not believe that adoption, where it includes homosexual parents, that it, that should not be. I mean, he's very an, He's probably one of the most anti-LGBTQ uh, politicians out there, and now he's going to be vice president. It is frightening for them. They're afraid that their right to be married is going to be taken away. It should be. It should be. It's screwing up our goddamn country. Now we're running around really? here talking about these They're idiots. paying more taxes now. It brings strength to our country. Strength. We don't yeah. need strength. We don't need a bunch of sissies running around and oh, I'm married. I'm married. What? Really? Really? When people are allowed to marry, you know, their income goes up, which means they pay more taxes. I'm looking at the money issue. No, we don't need that extra money for those damn idiots. They don't yes, need to be do. married. I don't want to see these idiots at a freaking courthouse I have to go to taking up all the goddamn room with all their different freaking magical colors, looking like a damn pony on crack. Now, I know that you still like the pony people, the brony No, people. no. <laughs> the pony people. Yes, you do. Now, what no, is everybody? Who's in your chat room? Who's in your chat room? Mickey, probably. <laughs> Well, is Mickey just people. housebound? I mean, what's the deal? He never misses one of your shows, or she. <laughs> I don't know. Is that really desert, Mickey, are you in your hub around tonight? Which color, the black or the blue? Have you heard from Kings of Talk? I haven't heard from him personally, but I did hear that he has been having some health issues. He has recovered. Yeah, there's. I'm not going to tell his business, but boy, he has some stories, you know. Well, no, I would. I would love to hear from uh, Kings again. I haven't heard from him in quite a while. He's thinking about coming to talk to you. I can tell you that. Oh. And of course, there's the guy from West Virginia. I don't know what he's calling himself now. Yes, yes, Vice President Soul of the South. Yeah. Jimmy Lethal. Yes. He always has. Interesting stories. Oh, well, we definitely need to get the whole damn gang back together here. Yeah. That would be that would And be my awesome. thoughts are with Desert, you know, that she's healing well. Yes, yes, Desert. She had an illness, and I, I heard she had an illness. Hope yes, she's healing yes. well. Definitely hoping that she's feeling better. She just celebrated a, another wonderful birthday. Aw, 29th? Her birthday was the night that Donald Trump was elected. <gasps> no. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
I wish she could say about it. So, so great. Of course, was she, she happy little, about Trump? No. You know, she's a little Hillary, you know, supporter. She's probably well, I think out she's more third party. Right now, I think she's more third party. You get out the cold desert, no protesting. <laughs> you make my cooking right now. I created a protest. Aren't you proud of me? Wait a minute, wait a minute. You started one of these protests. Well, yeah, that that lady, you know, I I suggested those two things to her. And she not only responded, but she really went gung-ho. And then um, she helped with the protest tonight, which was, I think, 2,000 people. That was the kids from Tulsa University. She had a protest We're not done yet. We're not Over done Trump? yet. Not my president. You know, that type of thing. Wait a minute. You're inspiring <laughs> these damn uh, riots. We I have didn't going think on she'd do it, Todd. I didn't think she'd do it. But, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was watching the live feed with my jaw dropped. You should be ashamed, Pastor <laughs> Girl. You're inciting violence. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Bathtub girl was causing riots in our country. They kept on the sidewalk. A riot, you know, when you take over the streets, that that's against the law. But if you keep on the sidewalk, and I gave her many, many instructions on how to not get arrested and what happens if you get arrested. I even got her an attorney to get to form an LLC. So I've been very helpful. Yeah, and what did you promise all the university students of? A bowl of mess apiece. Now they're all strung out. <laughs> well, now that we can distribute under 20 grams, that's a thought. I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> but even weed, you know, if it's under 20 grams, you can have it. If you get caught with it, you're just going to get a misdemeanor. Oh, no, this is horrible. It doesn't stay on your record. And most cops aren't going to bother with it. I mean... It's the end of the draft, the drug task force agency, at least here. You know, why should they spend thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for a misdemeanor? It's horrible. This isn't a protest for Trump. This isn't a protest for meth. Now, that was the Republicans that got that passed. It wasn't us. That is horrible. And, of course, they passed State Question 776, where we now have the right to execute putting our Bill of Rights in our State Bill of Rights. It's the right to execute. Oh, no. So you all are reintroducing the death penalty. You see? Oh, no. We, we, have, we have the death penalty. We just can't kill right. So we want to be able to hang or shoot any method. Hang or shoot? Yes, oh, I shouldn't laugh, really. It makes me nervous. Now, I knocked on doors against that, but to no avail. It passed so well. Really, the only thing that didn't pass was the pay raise for the teachers. And Mississippi is better than us. We're dead last in education, 50th in the nation. That is horrible. Well, horrible. reality. But that's why we have a lot of homeschoolers. I mean, would you send your your kid to a public school here? No. See? 
to be introduced to Beth at an early age by Mr. Mr. Wagner, who happens to be their their meth head math teacher. <laughs> now, boys and girls, be careful when you mix. <laughs> oh, no. You can just hear it. We should take his audio and make a, a lesson plan, like for how to oh. make meth. For it. We could probably do that with one of those message boards, you know? We could probably do that. Oh, no, that's horrible. I kind of like that idea. I think I got some recordings of his voice where we're talking about education. No, no. <laughs> I won't do that. I mean, my gosh, what they've done to him is horrible. Well, earthquake, girl. Give me, give me. The earth has been shaking here, Todd. You know, oh, no. you've been throwing some things at Oklahoma, I guess, and it's just really made an impact. Well, that's great. That is great. Now, I need you to give me just a few moments. I've got to move locations quickly. Okay, you want me to just monologue? I can monologue. Yes, yes, go ahead, please. Okay. We're going to talk about the Oklahoma shakedown. That's the earthquake nation. We are now number one in the nation for earthquakes. Yes, we're number one. We're also number one in the world for female incarceration. Still, fourth year running, folks. We're 50th in the nation for education. And if you're a woman, you might get shot by your partner here and not have justice. Six feet under and not have justice. It's a great state to be in where they will declare a state day of prayer for the oil and gas industry, but not our education. It's just, it's something else. Now, Governor Fallon of Oklahoma might be joining the administration of Trump. So that's the one good, bright, shining moment that we have as Democrats. We might be able to get rid of her, but we're afraid of what might replace her. Could it be worse? I don't know. There was the time that her daughter had a trailer on the state capitol grounds. I'm not kidding. One of those trailers that you you hook up, like an RV, she was living in it. Well, her mom was living in the governor's mansion, and uh, she's interesting. Let's just say she's interesting. Uh, her daughter doesn't miss a beat. She finds every ethnic background to insult. Lately, it's been the Native Americans that she wore a chief headdress with some really strange makeup. It was lovely, just lovely. Now, we had some people returning from Standing Rock from the Cherokee Nation. What was that beep? I know that wasn't my phone. Did you just cut me off? You better not cut me off, because I can keep talking. I can monologue. I can monologue. So throughout the nation are these parades, these rallies, protests. Hashtag, not my president. Now, I have accepted that he is my president, but we just need to fully support each other, all the different venues, just to support one another. And I encourage you to wear a safety pin. You know, you never know. I mean, you might need it one day. You just might need it. Safety pins. You can make art with safety pins, you know, like a 50 of them, 100 of them. Make lots of cool things with safety pins. So why not wear one? 
I remember in the 80s, we wore a lot of safety pins. It was a lot of fun. Really big safety pins. You put in a hat, and I just don't know. So he's changing location. I think he's letting the dog out. What do you think? I think he's letting the dog out. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir But I think he's about ready to put on some music. I'm pretty certain about that. Let's see here. Ooh, right. Let me check his chat room. Let's see here. Uh-oh, someone messaged me. I'll leave the chair. Oh, oh, that's nice. Okay. Now, what has talked to what what has happened to Talk Real Solutions, the real talk of Blog Talk Radio? Where have they gone? Are they still there? Inquiring minds want to know. Oh my goodness! Let's see here. <laughs> I've heard some funny songs recently, and they they're quite fun. What the hell did she have on here? Seriously? Uh, Bell Block Tango? Some of this I don't get. I, I don't get this. I don't understand. Don't move to Canada just yet? Yeah, that's another thing. Some people are wanting to move to... Canada. Oh, that one's so funny. I have a friend whose name's Dallas Goldtooth. He was with the 1491s. Remember, Christopher Columbus came over in 1492. Just in case you missed that history lesson. So they started this group on YouTube, a media group called 1491ers, like the year before. And it's really funny. See if I can click on Dallas. His name's Dallas Goldtooth. He is pretty funny. But he's at the No Dapple place. Honduras. Oh, my God, these are old. Kid was a baby then. Rolling down because he has some funny songs. Need of love. He's more of a protester. These are so funny, these cool things. Oh, my goodness. So what do you guys think about thongs? I'm just curious. Are you a thong person? Do you wear a thong or do you not? Could be worse. Could be worse. I only wear one to Sunday school. You what? I only wear one to Sunday school. Sunday school? Is that yeah. on a good day? No. Now, what Sunday color morning. is it? It's black. And I black. wear white pants. Oh, so you don't get the stain on the pants? Yeah. Because I'm sure going to Sunday school, around. you hear some you know truth, those bad, and you poop your pants. <laughs> You know those Baptist preachers, they're horny as all get out. They are? Yeah. You know, that is true, because I remember when I was in high school, 
They caught a Baptist preacher in there with another man. It made the papers. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say that Baptist preacher hit on you. Well, he was on his knees. He was on his knees, you know, <laughs> before another man. Oh, well. In the bathroom at a park. Praying. He was on his hands and knees praying. Well, he was on his knees. His hands were definitely sliding to the backside. <laughs> he was talking into the microphone. He was stroking that prostrate as he was thinking about laying prostrate. <laughs> so who are you? Uh, just them, Redneck. Redneck. Yeah. You know, some people are awful proud of that term. I hope you're holding up to it. I am. You sure? Yeah. Sure yeah, you're I, a redneck? Yes, I'm Are a you worthy of the title of redneck? I am a, I'm a Northwest Arkansas redneck. Northwest Arkansas. Hey, did you hear about Washington County, what happened in Washington County? No. <laughs> I'm not I heard that bitch. That Michelle Duggar did a robocall against Mark Kenyon, who was running for county judge. Oh, well, probably. I don't know. Well, you didn't get a robocall? No, because I don't live in Washington County. Okay, well, where do you, do you live in Lincoln County? No, I'm just a little bit. You're in Fort south Smith? And, yeah, closer to Fort Smith and a little bit. You know that, that highway that goes between Fayetteville and Fort Smith? You know the one where they say five people died on this road last year, don't you be next? Yeah, probably Highway 71. Yeah, I think that's it. Because the odd numbers go north-south. Oh, I didn't know it. Well, even even highways go east-west. Odd goes north-south. Oh, Double-digit okay. highways go through a city. And three-digit highways go around a city. Hmm. It can help you really navigate your map that way. Well, what about in East Texas? Or, yeah, in East Texas where you have these county roads that have Four digits. Well, county road's different than a highway. Well, no, you got to enter an intra-state highway, yeah. and, and that has to, state is the key word. County roads are different. You have the rural route ones, and, and then the county roads, which are labeled with the little diamond, the diamond signs. You know the diamond signs? I was assuming yeah. that's the same thing in Texas. Well, so how are things going in Fort Smith? Oh, everything's good here. Now, on down, down street, downtown, they used to have this building that had the swastikas. Remember that? No. You don't remember that? No. Well, it was just a couple of years ago. I wondered if the tornado tore it down. That was no. maybe 10 years ago, that tornado, you know, the one that hit downtown. Uh, there were good times down there. I used to go down there and I, I would do readings, like psychic fairs and stuff like that. Oh, you're probably across the across the river. At, like at, uh, what's that little town? Well, downtown, you know. Oh. Not the new part, but the old part. Okay. The historic part. Yeah, around the, the hanging gallows. Yes, near there. Yeah, near there. 
you know, that little strip there where they turned some of them into a club. That was so much fun. But this one reader I ran into, I don't even know if she's around. She has the name of Nellie. Like, whoa, Nellie. And she would tell people, you know, what you don't know might hurt you. She'd say it just like that. She would crack me up. Just, she was funny. And her her daughter married William C. MacArthur, that attorney from um, Little Rock Little that Rock. got in trouble. Yeah. You know, the one that, that his wife ended up dead in front of the screen door in the front. Yeah, yeah it was Mary a hit. It was a hit. But he got Mary? off. He's a, an attorney's yeah. attorney. Everybody wanted to be like Bill MacArthur. Yeah. William C. Oh, yeah. MacArthur. He killed her. He killed her. He had Everybody her. Killed. Yeah. I had a key yeah. to his house at one time. Oh, that was Lord. a freaky feeling. Well, because Nellie's daughter wanted me to have a house, house key. If I was in town, so I'd have a place to stay. Oh. So, I don't know. Crazy times. So how did you he pay bought for it? her that country western place that they divorced? Um, it was a big from, place. You're not from Oklahoma, are you? Yes, I am. But I spent oh, yeah. a lot of time in Arkansas, Tennessee, a couple other places. Okay. I have family I, in different places. I heard you talking the other night, but but you just you don't sound like an Okie. I live in northeast Oklahoma. I was raised in a city where there's many different uh, nationalities, meaning from Switzerland and England. I mean, when I grew up, yeah, I I won't tell you the city, but it's an oil town. You know, you didn't ask what state they were from. You asked what country they were from because it was an oil company headquarters. Sounds like Ponca City. Oh, no. Ponca was small and was not oh, as diverse okay. as my, ours. Okay. Ponca. That, that's where that earthquake was, though. The, the biggest one that happened recently, a 5.1? Yeah. Or was it a 5.3? Anyway, it shook for an awful long goddamn time. And I was on somebody's radio show. I'm like, the walls are shaking. And they're like, what do you mean? Are you having a good time? Like, no, it's an earthquake, you know. So weird. I felt I I have felt those over here. You have? Yeah. Wow. Not that not that one, but one that was. They said it was only like four point seven. Really shaking my house. Man, that last one was. It was hard, and you could hear it actually coming. I mean, it was. I never really heard them coming. I like felt in the them ground? like a. Well. Sometimes it feels like somebody hits the building, like a, a car or a big truck, and then it starts shaking. But this was like, it sounded like a storm. It was the oh. weirdest sound. I don't know how else to describe it. And then it started shaking. There's different types of earthquakes, as I found out. Oh, okay. Well, this one I felt, it was like, there was a noise in the ground. You could hear something in the ground. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm like, what is that? Was there a crack before that? There's like a crack sound, or it sounds like someone's hitting your home with a car or a big vehicle? Not that I remember. Uh, I was watching TV, too, but I just, I could hear it coming. 
And I turned the TV down and I'm like, that's right there below me in, in my concrete foundation. I can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you anyway. should get earthquake insurance if you've had that experience already. Yeah, you know, probably. There's many faults around here. <laughs> but they're well, not doing as much cracking around here now. In Oklahoma, you can't get earthquake insurance unless it's been 30 days without an earthquake. We had 144 earthquakes in one week. Yeah. And before that happens to your state, get earthquake insurance. No, no. A few years ago, we were having earthquakes all the time, little bitty ones. Mm-hmm. You know, like three years ago, it was like little bitty ones every day. Wow. Well, I would you know, highly encourage going to come your way again, especially if we have the big one that's like eight that they predict. Good. I need to Good. Get I need to get rid of some people. <laughs> Whatever. Demi- Just highly Demi- encourage. Demi- like, if you're able here. to get, we're all Republicans. It seems like in, you know, once again, every single district went Republican. Third election in a row presidential election. Not one district voted for the Democrat. It's embarrassing. Well, if it had been Bernie, we would have had the state. We would have had it. That's who we voted for in the primary was Bernie. I don't even know what Arkansas did. Probably. It might have been Bernie. It might have been Hillary. Well, where's this wild man at? He must be out choking his chicken or something. No, I mean, he has dogs he has to take care of. Now, if his fence got torn down, he has to walk him out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Or he's just sitting there having a beer. I don't know. He's listening probably laughing that. at us right now. Yeah, he's probably like, oh, those schools don't know how to carry on at all. He's good people, though. He really is good people. And he's talented. You know, his voice, that thing. Yeah, when he gets on his roll. Hmm? When he gets on a roll, he uh, he always invades some of our channels, our calls. <laughs> but you guys love him. You guys got to love him. Oh, I like him. I like him. Because I like him. He's a likable guy. I, I'm an instigator. But we need to do something about his channel that got taken down. I mean, I really am upset about that. That's wrong. Uh, Whoever reported him, he's obviously doing a character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, well. Some people take it too far. Yeah, I don't care. Really, I don't. I see all the white supremacy calls and crap. Yeah, exactly, you know. Oh, well. I don't know. Anyway, well, well, it's 2.45. Laptop girl, that sounds like Mickey McGannis. You think it is? Are you Mickey? How are you, Mickey? Yeah, that's him. (laughs) No. So you're the one that, that talks to me in the chat room, huh? Who, me? Yeah. I may have. Mm. Yeah. That's Mickey. All this that's time, it's, it's been him, not not anybody else? 
No, I'm not Mickey. I'm the uh, guy I need goes, you to prove that. Well, how can I prove I'm not someone? Todd, tell him how he can do that. He, he's off the call again. Oh, Jesus he's muted. He's probably making himself a sandwich. He won't let me make him a sandwich because I'll put arsenic on it. I'm the guy that always speaks up sick. Says things like, uh, uh, you sure got a pretty mouth. <laughs> what color panties you got on with a girl? Uh, you know, I used to work at Avis Rent-A-Car and Thrifty Rent-A-Car, and there was a guy that called both places asking what color our underwear was. Was that you? No, that wasn't me. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't. How was he goes, no, I'm laughing because I get these. No, I'm laughing because I get these telemarketing calls on my damn cell phone. It pisses me off. We'll try to get somebody. So, and what I do is, um, I try to act like it's a sex call, or that well, I'm having sex. I make them so uncomfortable until this one guy started calling every fucking day. No, this girl can't. Or yeah, it was a girl. I could tell from the same number in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So finally, this we were on vacation. That's where it was. And my daughters were sitting there, and my wife, and I said, what's this? And I answered the phone, uh-huh. and she gave me her spiel, and I just said, what color panties you got on? <laughs> <laughs> and she got so pissed off. And she started, I mean, she cussed me out for... 45 seconds. And I said, hey, you're the one that called me. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to report you. And I said, go right ahead. <laughs> Who's she going to report you to? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Guess what? She quit calling. <laughs> I bet. But she put you on that do not call list. Hopefully. Usually I do that, or I used to do a retarded. I was answering, I'd be retarded. Look, uh, my mama says not to talk to strangers. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Oh, I, I think I should beg for some telemarketers to call me soon. I want to have some fun. I did have fun during the campaign. Uh, the The primaries, you know. I was working on the Bernie campaign. A Clinton person called me. I converted her over to our side, and she started making calls for me. Oh, Lord. That bitch was owned. Eastern Oh, you're Eastern Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, but my my cousin lost his race. I was so pissed. In that Washington County. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's vice mayor of Fayetteville and an alderman there. Well, don't get on the bad side of Jim Bob Duggar and his clan. <laughs> we see my my mother was in Jim Bob's parents' wedding. We still have the uh, oh, what do you call that? The dress, the bridesmaid dress, red velvet. They talked about that wedding for a good twenty, thirty years because they put pink paper on the aisle, and they had the red velvet at bridesmaid dresses. Ugh. Red velvet. I think that was in the late 50s, I think. So what kind of clan are they? 
they're part of the quiverful clan. Oh, yeah, like totally the more right. the more blessed you are, it means that you have more children. The more children, the more blessed you are. It's a horrible belief structure. Uh, the women are abused. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Must be. Which it doesn't surprise be. me. And I actually met Jim Bob. I met Jim Bob in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, at some camp, you know, like a Methodist camp, where our parents had met before. Well, I know that's not necessary. They'd already known each other. They went to camp there as well. And they really need to look at Daddy, Daddy Duggar, because I was underage. Uh-oh. And he wasn't. He learned it from his daddy, which makes me think the others probably think it's okay, too. Probably. Hmm. I don't know. Well, it's been nice. It's been fun. It's been really Just think really about that. Nice. I know what his penis looks like. Isn't that crazy? Whoa, now, whoa. Back up. <laughs> well, I told you I was underage. So you hooked up with Duggar? I was like 16, but I, nothing happened because I have a medical condition. But I know exactly what it looks like. I could make it sound different. I guess I could, but... Oh, okay. There are some distinguishing marks on that penis. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's like Bill Clinton. Yeah. You know, every penis is different, has its own personality. And I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> well, it's just like vaginas. They all have their different personalities. Well, I guess you're right. Maybe I'm here. going too far. You're getting uncomfortable. I like making you uncomfortable. Well, it's just because I'm out You try to make me right. uncomfortable. Why would you go no. and do that? Who's make me? me a sandwich. Make me a sandwich. No, I didn't say really? that. Who said that? That was you, remember? No, no, that was... Okay, who was it? That was Roddy Kay. He goes by Roddy Kay. Oh, well, I have it out for him, then. It's Roddy Kay. He lives over in Oklahoma City. Oh, that's right, because he said something about... Um, I guess he must be a trucker, because that one place is a truck stop. Yeah. We talk, hey, we, well, I was on the phone then, but talked about over at Weber's Falls... And uh, somewhere else, but anyway. Weber Falls, I think that's what it was. Yeah, something about Weber Falls, whatever the hell that was about. That was kind of weird. So, if I ran for office in the Democratic County for an internal office, would you vote for me? Where I mean, what county? All right, you know, um, there's districts within the state. Uh, no matter if it's Democrat or Republican, there's internal offices within the parties, within the districts. Like, we're District 1. That's where I'm thinking about running, either district or county, in March. So I can make some decisions and create some policies. Because I'm tired in, of... In, in Oklahoma, Oklahoma or Arkansas? Oklahoma. Oh, well, I can vote for you in Oklahoma. Well, I'm just saying, if you were there, would you? Well, yeah. You know. I'm pretty much a dem- Democrat. <laughs> That's good. 
Not that many left in Arkansas now. Uh, you guys got to get my, busy. My my friend called me the other day, and he was like, he said, I'm down in the dumps. He said, uh-huh. I'm over at my wife's home, and they're all Republicans. <laughs> he said, and they're ganging up That's on hard. me. That's he hard. Said, he said, I need. I know I can talk to you, and you can pump me up. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Can you just imagine what Thanksgiving is going to be like this year across America? Well, in my family, it'll be okay. Other than there's a few of them that are sad, but we're all Democrats. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Pretty, you know, you know, we're not but yellow dog Democrats. Think about different. I mean, it's going to be a really hard Thanksgiving for some families. Yeah. Or they may not even meet. I mean, this has been such a divisive election. Yeah, it was. I could tell yeah. by Let's see all where the shit started on Facebook. Oh, my God. Um, I have a, a diverse set of friends. I mean, they're from all walks of life. And it was it was like a wrestling match. I'm like... Stop, you know, it's enough. You can discuss policy, but you don't need to throw trash at people. I have this one crazy right-wing person, and, you know, she talks about politics. I mean, she just, it's everything's red. Like, she just charged, you know, you loser. You know, just things like, lovely things like that. My, I have a lot of intelligent friends, and sometimes I feel like they smoke me. You know what I'm saying? Oh. They're super, super. They have their doctorate. They have. They know how to express themselves well. You know. It's just weird. The trolls from Spreaker and those other places, I have a few of them as Facebook friends. They occasionally say something, but they shut up there. They know better. Wow. Where is Todd? I don't Todd, know. where the hell are you? He's rubbing one off. Oh, Jesus. No, he's like my brother. Don't say that. I really see him like my brother. No, 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 no. He's good people. Don't you think... Doesn't that disgust you to think of him that way? I mean, maybe you like a guy. I, I, are you... No, Are no, you no, 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 no. It's not. okay. No, it's not okay. <laughs> I think maybe, I mean, the way you're like, no, 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 no. No. You're no. smiling. You're smiling. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing because of how silly that is. Well, maybe you, you like to me. feel a blue, if, smooth, if you knew me. cold silk. Against if you knew me, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's too funny. No, I'm a redneck. I mean, a redneck in blue lace look, silk. No, no, no. And Come on, you like no. blue. Blue is your favorite color, isn't it? Blue jeans. <laughs> you like that blue lace silky fabric. Oh, Stretched over, over your tight thigh muscle, just so all the guys can see it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but 
Tell me that one guy in Oklahoma City. What what's like his pet peeve? Oh, I don't know, really. Oh, you do know. Well, like what sets him off? I just want to have a little fun. Well, uh, oh, I know. He does it. How you you know? We talk a lot of law, common law, and he hates people that think you don't have to follow the law. In other words, oh, I can bring up my elitist side. Like it don't matter what I do. That yeah, kind of pretty, thing. Yeah, like, I mean, no, no, you know, like people. You know, one of his is like people that apply for a driver's license have has a driver's license, but don't think they have to obey the traffic laws when they have a license for traffic purposes. <laughs> well, that's kind of a weird obsession. Well, I mean, it's not, he's not obsessed, but. But he is. We just, you know, he and I agree on you, you have to stay in order. You have to stay in order. No, I was arrested one time. It was for something really silly. I shouldn't have been arrested. But the the two officers up front, one of them rode in the back so I could ride up front. And looking back now, they were they were hitting on me as they were booking me in and stuff. It was kind of funny. Yeah. And I got out in like twenty thirty minutes at this little program that he had. And I go before the judge on the the day I'm supposed to appear in court. And she chews out the guy in front of me, this Native American, because he was public drunk. And she's like. She says, "Is Mister So and So? You ought to be ashamed of yourself." And da 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 da. Like, oh crap! I got to go in front of her. You know, <laughs> all I did was forget to pay a safety inspection sticker. The the ticket for it, I had it fixed the next day. Forgot to pay the ten dollar fine. Then she's all smiles, and she's like, "Miss," and she says my name. I am so sorry. You should never have been arrested. I'm looking to my right and my left because I think I'm in the twilight zone. The judge is up there publicly apologizing to me and telling me I should never have been arrested. I'm sorry this happened to you. You know, it was different. It was different. But that's the only time I've been arrested, so. Oh. No, now tell us about the time you were riding and uh, no, I'm smart so enough I'm, to have an attorney and make sure I don't get in trouble. Do what now? No, I mean, when it comes to writing or, or protesting, as I call it, <laughs> you got to have an attorney. And you got to oh. know the rules. Like, uh, if you don't have a permit to walk in the streets, you stay on the sidewalk. That one's pretty easy. At least I think it's easy. But it sounded like the other day you were you are an attorney. Well, you, I sometimes sound like that because I know my, my P's and Q's, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, I follow law cases, uh, certain social justice cases, and I have learned a lot. I have learned quite a bit. If I do move to Virginia, I expect to go ahead and take the bar after I study some more to make sure I, I do well enough that I pass the bar. You don't have to go through law school to become an attorney in Virginia. It's only state oh, really? like it. No, that that is it. true. It's oh. a Commonwealth well state. Commonwealth, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Okay, I'm off. 
I'm out of here. It's three o'clock. You're off in your blue silk pajamas. Man thong. (laughs) The man thong. That would be a good name of a kind of a sexy gear for man, don't you think? The man thong. I would have no idea. That would be a good title, the man thong. The man thong. You are perverted. You're perfect. No, I'm just thinking that's a good marketing thing. Todd, get this pervert. <laughs> <laughs> man, your mind's in the gutter, that's all. Yeah. Pretty much. Where is Todd? I told you. He better not have gone to sleep. I don't yeah, hear him snoring, though, unless he muted himself. He's muted out, yeah. Who else is on this call? Anybody? Just a couple of guests. Like they're on the call call? Or they're listening? They're just listening in the chat. Let's see. There's only me, you, and Todd. Todd! You be nice about him now. Todd! He lost that call. That's not cool. Todd! Quit being the bitch and get on the call. Well, Do you know how someone gets their call back if it's been taken away from TalkShoe? Is it in Never Neverland? Because he had years. Well, does he want the recordings or what? I think that's yeah. at least let him have the recordings. I don't know. I would just call out a call. Just email him. Let's see. Well, he said he emailed them and he hasn't heard back from them. Well, then he needs some lawyer type to write a... Oh, come on. He he works hard. Write them a letter. Wait. Well, I was just thinking people Wait. wrote to he talk to you somebody. in support of him. Wait, Wait. What? I'm looking at this. Oh, well, all the calls are here on the Crankville uh, USA. All of them? Well, I see calls from 2013. Well, he, this is an old account. And, like, he would oh. switch between the accounts. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. How many pages are there? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. he has called back to 2011. There's uh, 36 pages of calls. On this one? Yeah. Goes back to Maybe he was uh, able to get his. I don't know. Maybe I could find the the Woody one where that woman tries to kill the dachshund. That's around the first page. That one's a funny show. He is talented. Are there any other shows on since he's obviously sleeping or something? I don't think so. How do you find out about the shows that are live that are not listed? When I look on on my cell phone, it lists all the calls. Like my... Well, you know where it says live now? You know, something that shows more than live now. Yeah. I I have uh, an app on my cell phone. It's a TalkShoe app. Yeah? And if if you have that and you do a search for shows, it shows everything that's... 
own. Go ahead to put it on my phone. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to go take a bath and wash my hair. Yeah, that's a good idea, bathtub girl. I am sleeping late this morning. Yeah, I am not that. getting up. There's no court for me. I just know hell no. Okay. I'm out of here. All right. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Okay. In your blue silk panties. Yep. Shake my booty when I walk down the hall. moon. On the I'm out of here. Super moon. You should take a take a picture of the super moon. I'll do that in the morning. All right. Bye. Do it before. <laughs> Soon. Good night. Hang up. Get out of here. Is he gone yet? Todd, is he gone? You stuck me with that guy. Come on now. I just want to say goodbye because I got to go to sleep soon. Like now. Now would be a good time to say goodbye. Come on. For all the Christmas lights in the world. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you all. Have a good night. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.